Welcome to Today on Broadway for Tuesday, July 18th, 2023. I'm Tell Me on a Sunday podcast, Grace Aki. And I'm arts and culture writer, Ashley Steves. As you all know, we have been following up on so much of the strike news and just kind of like everything that's going yeah. on in the whole big, world. Big. Um, we were thrilled to have some Sondheim news today. Oh, we here at Ashley Steves Incorporated are always glad to receive Sondheim news. So I know that everybody has been on pins and needles trying to find out what the new uh, show coming to the shed off Broadway entails and what that cast looks like. What if we were to tell you that today, here we are, the whole casting completion was announced. We are thrilled about this world premiere. Again, this is Stephen Sondheim's last work (sighs) with playwright David Ives um, uh, presenting uh, direction is Joe Mantello, one of my favorite directors of all time. So 15 week engagement. They officially begin previews on September 18th prior to an opening night on October 22nd over at the Griffin Theater at The Shed. In no particular order, we're going to just round out this cast list um, featuring Francois Batiste, Tracy Uh Bennett, Bobby Cannavale, Michaela Diamond, Amber Gray, Jen Ha, Rachel Bay Jones, Dennis O'Hare, Stephen Pasquale, David Hyde Pierce, and Jeremy Shamos. Now, for the understudies, I'm sorry, this understudy list, Bradley Dean, Mm -hmm. Adam Harrington, Bly Vaugh, Adante Carter, Mary Eslamania, and Lindsay Nicole Chambers. This is a thick list. It's so (laughs) juicy. Uh, We're so excited again. This work is inspired by two Buñuel films that we thought it was going to be called Buñuel Forever, right? There was this whole back and forth. Working Now we're on to here we are. It was never square one. Was it square one? Um, But yeah, so we're just so excited that this whole cast, I know that there was a lot of like, Rumor around Michaela Diamond, possibly in Cabaret. That was very much a rumor, rumor, rumor. Yeah. Um, obviously, that is not true because of this. It would um, be ridiculous casting. It would be right. ridiculous casting as someone who sings spectacularly. You know, there's a lot of there's a lot of back and forth on who should and shouldn't play Sally Bowles. Yeah, neither here nor there. But what a sure. gorgeous cast that we got this announcement today. Love it. I love getting a cast I wouldn't expect because we didn't know where this was going to go, um, especially since you had Bernadette, you had Nathan doing the last workshops, you had Michael Cerverus doing workshops years ago. So this could have just been a cast of like your Broadway A-list heavy hitters. I don't know how being off-Broadway versus Broadway helped determine in this case, but I'm sure it did. Regardless, this is an incredible cast. Um, Francois Baptiste, who has been so great, especially in LCT shows. I think most recently Epiphany hasn't been on Broadway in a decade Um, should be of course (laughs) just a great talent and then I mean you have Amber Gray who is worth the price of ticket alone you have Rachel Bay Jones you have Michaela Diamond who's just getting done with Parade like on August 6th to go do this deserves the run that she's on Um, Jin Ha who I last saw doing Sondheim because he was in the pre-pandemic roadshow at Encores playing Bessemer and Tracy Bennett, who I also last saw doing Sondheim, that was in London for NT's Follies. Um, Dennis O'Hare, Stephen Pasquale, David Hyde Pierce, they've all done Sondheim, at least in some form, Assassins, Assassins, and then the host of the Sondheim birthday concert, respectively. Um, 
And then you have Bobby Cannavale, who's obviously great. I don't know that he's done any major Sondheim, so that's fun. Jeremy Shamos, who hasn't been on Broadway in six years, I think last with Meteor Shower, is such a great character actor. I'm so excited to see him in this. And then, as you said, just a great list of understudies. I know that Bradley Dean's done multiple Sondheims, including Company and Little Night Music on Broadway. Um and I mean, just for good measure, orchestrations by Jonathan Tunick and musical direction and supervision by Alexander Gemignani, regardless of which Gemignani you're using, father or son, the Sondheim, Tunick, Gemignani, Holy Trinity is just always a delight. So, I mean, cast, team, dates, tickets are going on sale this week, um, today for me on Tuesday, but it finally feels real, and I'm trying to not get so emotional about that, but, you know, here we are indeed. Here, here we are indeed. Um, so, no longer here, but over in the UK, we're going to jump to some West End news. Hop in the pond. I cannot believe that we are reporting on this. Like, I never thought in my lifetime this adaptation would happen, but we are in the age sure. of adaptations. And this is oh, one yeah. that I think a lot of people would be interested in. So, um, over across the pond on the West End, in autumn of 2024, you will find Stanley Kubrick's iconic Dr. Strangelove in a world premiere stage adaptation. I can't believe this. You know, it's the famous black comedy. Um, I, like, it's just unfathomable. Love it. Love um, it. Sean Foley will direct. Uh, he did make a statement to BBC News saying they've got to be a great comic actor, of which we have ma- very many, that we've got to be that kind of shape-shifting kind of a quality, of course, for, for the leading role. Um, it's going to be a really tough gig. I'm sure some people, when we approach them, are going to go, no way, I'm not going to be compared with Peter Sellers in those roles. And that's <laughs> true. Like, Peter Sellers, I think you can you can write on a list, I mean, hundreds of lists of, of his incredible work and talent and everything that he ever brought to screen. But that role particularly, I think, is com- it comes with a particular scrutiny that I am unsure if anybody is willing to take the full on <laughs> at first yeah. glance. Um, but uh, yeah, it's just, it's fascinating. It's being produced by Patrick Miles and David Love in association with, uh, in association with uh, Tolchin, Bartner Productions and Playful Productions. So more news on that Exciting. front. Exciting. Sure, as soon as we have a cast, I am sure. Um, and they're working will, on it. Yeah, but Sean Foley, the hands uh, that need to be touching this, it, it's correct. So Ooh, correct. I'm interested. Absolutely. I'm really excited. I love Dr. Strangelove. I'm Armando Iannucci writing anything is obviously a delight and him adapting this sounds like it is absolutely the most perfect fit. I think this will be, I don't know if they've actually, um, oh, or maybe it already happened. Um, Sean Foley was doing another West End production, mm-hmm. I think, currently this year. So, I mean, he's on a busy run. I think he was doing something with Al Murray and Matt Ford. Um, oh, a splitting image musical adaptation. So, I mean, he's on quite the run and yeah. Iannucci's always on quite the run. And this is quite the show for the two of them to be doing. Yeah, 100%. Um, So staying in the UK, we know that the Titanic, the musical tour that's been going on is currently scheduled to close on July 29th of this year. But fear not, because according to their social media, the show um, has been filmed. We don't know what type of release that will look like. 
Um, it says, uh, move over, Kate and Leo. We made a movie. <laughs> Sail on. <laughs> Stop. It's one of my favorite musicals of all time. I'm really excited for it to come Great to encores. One. I would mm-hmm. desperately like to be seen neither here nor there. But um, alas, I don't look Irish for the time being. Um Depending on the bronzer, but yeah, sure. I think that, uh, yeah, it's, um, it's a beautiful work and I'm excited to see whatever they do with it, especially since if the tour is closing, what will this live on as, you know what I mean? Like what's, what's Mm -hmm. the tool for it? So I'm curious. So in keeping with our UK news, we've all fallen in love with the idea of how I having London's all drag murder mystery death drop over in the U S for an off Broadway transfer. We've been talking about it for a minute. It was set to begin previews in June. Then they announced um, uh, kind of a a stall for September 20th. Now, officially today, they're saying this engagement is being postponed indefinitely. This is super upsetting. They're expecting refunds at point of purchase. This was meant to star um, Jujube, Willem, Sugar Cane, um, Kiki Ball Change, Peaches. Like, this is so sad. I was so looking forward to this. And I hope this means that they're able to do it eventually. Obviously, there are a lot of factors in bringing a transfer over. Um, Even more so when there are strikes going on for people who are... (laughs) you know, in the Venn diagram of performers, both stage and screen. So a lot of schedules have shifted and changed. I hope we get this eventually, and I'm sure we will, um, in a time where we need to be seeing drag everywhere all the time. Yeah, 100%. Speaking of drag queens. Everywhere all the time. Yeah. Monsoon and Ben de la Creme um, have announced that they will play an international tour with 30 cities included. Yeah. Um, I'm obsessed. Uh, Jinx Monsoon is having a crazy year with Chicago. Yeah. Yeah. And like now they're going to be headed uh, starting November 12th to Glasgow. And then they will play all over the US, UK, Canada through December 30th. This is a co-written show between both Mendelecrim and Jinx Monsoon. But um, it's like a fabulous spectacle, comedy, songs, holiday. They do it every year. I think they added – it was a much shorter tour last year. They added more cities this year. Um, And last year when they came to New York, it was at at Town Hall. Now they're doing it at the King's Theater in Brooklyn, which is great because one of my favorite theaters in the city. But it is such a good time if you haven't gone to see a Jinx Monsoon and De La show in general go but this is really the one to do it it's just heightened ridiculousness in all forms yeah one billion percent so so we'll wrap up the show to talk about um leah salonga's now kind of viral video of the dressing room incident if you're un- yeah. uh, sure what we're talking about uh there's a clip that's going around um of uh particularly uh, a fan it seems or a, a series of fans that were able to get past, um, unfortunately, security. And again, this is not a comment on the security that exists at the Broadway theater. They are incredible. I will talk to that in a minute. So this is not to place blame on any one person. Unfortunately, crazy things happen once in a blue moon. Um, But essentially, there's a video going around of Leah Salonga, who is currently starring in Here Lies Love, um, and some people outside of her dressing room asking for photos claiming that they were um, friends of the co- of a co-producer on the show. Um, and essentially she had to defend herself in a way to say like, Oh, she, she's happy to, you know, meet them, but you know, she, they have strict rules about who's on the guest list because these people appeared without 
the proper measurements. So just for clarity, when you are able to finally, and again, like most theaters are not back to pre-COVID right, conditions yeah. where you are, if you are on a list to go backstage, you're escorted by the person that you're meant to see. So like if I'm meant to see um, Silly Willy and Silly Willy is not at the door to come get me, you are not admitted backstage. Right. Um, usually security will allow you to go back to meet them. Um, and so these people were just wandering up to her dressing room without that supervision. Um, and they filmed, recorded the entire exchange. And Leah was yeah. so gracious and you can watch the whole thing. Yeah. Um, but she, but it, it's, it's very startling. It can be very scary, especially for someone like Leah who has a massive fan base and that could put and her in a lot of danger. It's also like a psychological thing as well. Like that's just, it can rattle you even if there's no, like quote real immediate danger the way other people would perceive it like of that's course. not for you to sure. decide that's Different. for that, that yeah. actor or that performer um so yeah she definitely she made a comment on her um twitter that um the money that you pay for a theater concert ticket does not mean all access you pay for the performer's art that's where it stops and i gotta say the folks at the stage door have been so incredibly kind, which only makes us, well, me enthusiastic to say hello and spend the time to talk with them. And then she said, when one of our lead producers and our dance captain saw the video and learned what happened, they said, you were still very nice, but if it were me, I would have cussed them out and kicked yep. them out. Likewise. And I'm not the type to do that, um, but I will protect my territory and my boundaries if I lose fans as a result. So be it. She was so Good for very her. classy and kind, but correct. She had no In reason a way to that. Yeah, in a way that she didn't need to be, because as you were just about to say, she didn't need to be here. It's just so challenging because, you know, the stage door is something that is not a guarantee. That's like a really kind privilege that um, fans and audience members alike are given with certain, you know, like parameters and boundaries. And Mm -hmm. one of those things is a you know, a barricade. And um, sometimes people don't have the bandwidth to go do that. So when they do choose to come outside and sign autographs and take a photo, that is a gift. And I think that just in celebrity culture in general, like we just aren't, because it's not normal. That's not a normal everyday thing. Mm -hmm. None of us grow up with the knowledge that perhaps like as a human being, (laughs) there are some liberties that you are not just guaranteed when it comes to people's proximity and um, that engagement is very challenging. Um, So yeah, I just, it's an ongoing conversation, but this was really frightening and I feel awful for her. She's been, uh, you know, famous, well-known in the public eye for so long at this point and internationally and just beloved that when these things happen, it is a result of all that time. And also the result of that is that whether it's a result of her fame or just her personal, uh, you know, personal boundaries, personal reasons, she does have boundaries in place for reasons. Everyone has their boundaries in place for reasons. Um, when it comes to safety, especially in the theater. It did look like in the video that her fans just kind of didn't know any better. And obviously that doesn't excuse anything. Um, and it certainly doesn't like put anything against the security of the Broadway. Cause like you said, they, they're phenomenal. They're fantastic. Um, and this is, this seems like it's such a rare incident, but there are the protocols in place, especially post COVID or in during COVID, um, health and safety. We've talked about a lot. That's one of the biggest things. And obviously, um, 
artist health and safety is still such an ongoing issue because we're not out of the pandemic. That's one factor, let alone legitimate safety. Uh, you know, is this person a threat? Are these people a threat? Which obviously they weren't, they're fans, but everything kind of looks the same in that instant. Like you said, like whether this seems like a threat or not, it's a threat until it isn't. So I'm, you know, classy as ever in ways that she didn't need to be and obviously <laughs> glad that she's safe glad that everything was taken care of but you know let's 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 not let this happen again yeah 100 percent. and it was very funny because i was fortunate to go backstage last night at oh yeah <laughs> and it was so funny to me that several times the it was funny but now it's not funny at all yeah um, the uh guard standing outside was saying and i and like would make eye contact and said, I checked you both in. I'm reconfirming your name. This person should be out with you shortly. Like was so efficient yeah. on it. And I thought yeah. like, wow, like the security is pretty tight here. This is excellent. And then, <laughs> then there's a and now to see this today, I was yeah. brokenhearted um, mm-hmm. to find that. So um, again, like, thank you always to our security guards and everybody that's keeping everyone safe. And we hope to continue that as well. And on that note, thank you all for listening to Today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Broadway Radio. And don't forget about our Patreon. Sincerely, that is literally how we're able to do the show. We are um, taking those surveys right now. So please listen to Matt's um, information there. But make sure that you're contributing to our Patreon if and often as you can. Um, That's patreon.com slash Broadway Radio. You can find me on all forms of social media for the time being at It's Grace Aki. Ashley, where can people find you? You can find me on Instagram at Know This Is Ashley. Thank you all so much. We will see you tomorrow. 